0: Brad and Glenda Pius, thank you so much for sewing into Morning Drive Bible. Without your commitment and support, this initiative couldn't come to fruition. Good morning from Jerusalem. My name is David the McCrepman. And my name is Scott Kahn. Welcome to Morning Drive Bible. So David, in the previous few episodes,
1: we've seen that God at times commands us to use various methodologies. ...to obtain information. We gave the example of the Sota water, the water that has God's name erased into it and is included with it some dirt from the Temple Mount itself in order to find out if a potentially adulterous woman actually did that terrible deed. We also learned last time about the two goats on the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur, one of which was pushed off a cliff and the wool in the Temple turned from scarlet to white. Once again, God giving us divinely sanctioned Holy Spirit information. And on some level, I think of information, I think of a computer. Did you ever watch Wonder Woman or these old shows back yes. in the 70s? Yes, yes. So for us, it was on Saturday night. After Shabbat, we turned it on when I was a kid. And the computers then, it's pretty funny to look back. We know what a computer looks like now. We're used to it. But back then, computer was this magical word. And they had these blinking lights all over the place. And you look at it, and they'd ask it a question. It would go, beep, 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 beep. And the lights would flash all over the place. And that was what a computer was. And I have a feeling... I have a feeling I know where they might have gotten that idea.
0: From the Urim Vitumim. Lay it on me, David, what are we talking about? Again, let's define what the Urim Vitumim is. It's the name of God on a piece of parchment placed into the high priest's breastplate. And that
1: breastplate also contained on it 12 stones along with the names of the tribes
0: of Israel. So there were letters associated with every tribe. We had four rows of stones. Each row had three stones. That had the name of the tribe. As a priest, I approve of your definition. That's great because everyone should know that Scott one day will be the high priest. Once again, I don't know where you're getting that, but I accept. Put it this
1: way, David if I'm the high priest, woe unto Israel. Well, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thus says the prophet. <laughs> Thus says the prophet. Or in modern <laughs> terms, Oy Vey oy vey, oy Vey. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, do you know what that name of God did to the breastplate? Why don't you tell me, David? It would light up the stones. It would light up the letters of each individual tribe. What the high priest had to do was take all those letters, and through the Holy Spirit, decipher what the message would be. Because each stone had several letters associated with it. For example, the tribe of Ver-u-vein, Reuben,
1: there are five Hebrew letters associated with it. So it could be resh, Aleph, Vav, Bet Nun, any of them. So through the Holy Spirit, the high priest Looking at this breastplate, perhaps in some meditative way, he would be able to decipher what letters were intended. And a message would come out from the Urim Vitumim via the Holy Spirit through the breastplate to the Kohen Gadol, the high priest. Correct. Much like Lahavdil, as we say in Hebrew, to make a distinction, the old Wonder Woman computer beeping, lighting up, except there... First of all, I think it was electricity and not a Holy Spirit. Oh. And second of all, anybody could see it and anyone could decipher it. But here you needed the Holy Spirit itself in
0: order to know exactly what it was saying. Absolutely correct. Part of the Holy Spirit in deciphering the code is taking into consideration the missing letters. Missing letters? Missing letters. The names of all the tribes of Israel together will not spell out the entire Hebrew alphabet. A few letters are missing? A few letters are missing. We're what missing... letters are those? Chet, Tet tzadik, and kuf. Four letters are missing. Four letters are missing. And therefore, part of deciphering the message is also taking into consideration the missing letters. That's why the Ruach HaKodesh is very important here in deciphering the code.
1: So it's not only figuring out which of the letters of the names are intended in any given case, because every name obviously has more than one letter, but it's also a matter of filling in the blanks. Correct. So
0: this really requires a lot more than just good eyesight. It requires real Ruach HaKodesh, Holy Spirit. Right. You would think it's like a Simon Says electric version, right? <laughs> if you remember, if you remember oh, those Simon, games, sure. Simon, right? right. You, you see the lights pop up and you would have to follow the order of the lights. The pattern, sure. Right? The whole pattern of it. But this is a little different. Not only is there the lights showing the different letters, I have to know how to arrange the letters and take into consideration what's missing. Sounds like a hard job. Right. And that's why the Ruach HaKodesh play a vital role in deciphering what God is asking us to do. Sounds like a job for the Holy Spirit. It does. So I'm Mr. Holy Spirit. You know that, Scott. <laughs> Indeed, I do. And I'm Scott Kahn. I'm David and Blessings from Jesus.